0: Connecting, here comes music audience. Thank you, Alvin Lee, and we'd love to change the world, too, and maybe one of these days we might have a little opportunity to at least, maybe at least toddle it on its axis a little bit. Would that be okay? Would would that satisfy you guys if we could just get that thing toddling on the axis a little bit, not even change it, just get it wavering a bit? I think that'd be a good accomplishment. We'll strive. And do strive to do that here at the Radio Ranch on Eurofolk Radio with Roger Sales, your host, commentator, researcher, phone screener, phone screener, Uh, technician, Roger and me. The two Rogers are the technical team, and uh, somehow we manage to get through this on a regular basis most of the time. Not all the time. Occasionally there's a hiccup, but most of the time we do all right. Uh, As we roll into, well, August is bye bye, September is hola okay so here we are in september we have turned a corner of significance i think here this day on the first and it is going to be remember you're the guitar player jeff remember an old guitar player from the 50s named Dwayne eddie i do remember the name yeah remember that that little. Uh, well, there's did Dale too, but that was a different type. Well, you remember the name of that road? I mean, the name of that song, that little tune? It's called a cancion. It's a song called a cancion in Spanish. Yeah,
1: no, remember? I don't.
0: 40 miles of bad road. Bad road. Okay. Huh. We got 40 miles of bad road straight up ahead of us. Okay. Yep. And maybe more than that. Uh, we're going into what maybe some of us <clears throat> will be exposed to is the biggest absolute swath of death that we've ever seen in our country in front of us Well, let's hope it's not 40 years in the desert well let's hope it's not okay so anyway that's what we turn the corner on today here on september 1st staring us right dead in the face these guys are desperate okay they're doing desperate things and desperate things are done by desperate men and they get further exposed every day and they can't stand it and now it's just now and here and what have we got a slight 10 days away is in 20th anniversary of one of their deeds okay and we got afghanistan with a unbelievable black eye how many i, I keep hearing various uh various numbers is 65 80 billion dollars worth of military equipment left in afghanistan as of today Afghan, the taliban is the is the best equipped army in the world
2: <laughs> hello well, now you know now you know wh- well they i
0: go ahead now you know Suppose
2: where-
1: supposedly they
0: hold on hold on there. cody hold on cody well, who is that? now you know who is that, is that you Raj?
1: Yeah, now you know where our next war is going to be again. <laughs>
0: well, now, now you, you know, and uh, the, what you do know is that they've got that whole thing set up. It's been set up like this for a long time okay yeah and yeah. Uh, they, they just get these things they get in there they lie to you they milk them for everything they can do they make the sacklers uh one of the wealthiest family you know, on the face of the earth by killing all these people in an oxycodone uh, uh absolute tragedy epidemic that's an epidemic right there okay uh, hillbilly uh-huh. heroin uh and the lady i know did we mention this the woman that they stuck into the fda that gave this fa F uh, isn't that the way they do it in French for fake fall approval of the new German company's vaccine that hadn't even ever been produced. It's exactly like the Pfizer one. She's the same one that okayed fentanyl and oxycontin.
1: She'll get a promotion.
0: Hell, how where are they gonna promote her? Biden's Biden's job's next. <laughs> Oh, Lord, I mean, you just can't make this stuff up, honestly. I don't think any of us could have imagined it would be this bad, this open, and this blatant in your face, okay, that they're doing now. And there are a lot of people that have just about had it, and we're getting into a breaking point, and I think you're going to see that in the next 90 days, okay? We got some tumultuous uh, times ahead of us. Thank God we got some sanity here. And all we do is try and find these people that will listen turn them on to our message and see if we can get them up to speed and brave enough and all their apprehensions out of the way enough to where they can file a one-sentence affidavit. I so-and-so swear under penalty of perjury the laws of the United States of America my express intent and desire to be a national and not a citizen of the United States under the 14th Amendment, get it notarized and send it to them. Okay. If you can't afford $30 for a passport ID to link with it, send it straight to the State Department, Administrative Records Department. With a little cover letter, please place the enclosed citizenship evidence firmly and permanently in my administrative file. Thank you very much. Um, I was thinking about something. Manju, are you with us today or any other new folks? We got any new folks here today that want to say something or ask a question? Okay, got no new folks today that are brave enough to step forward. Cody, you were going to say something uh, a minute, and then I'm, hello, ho, oh, there's somebody. Here. Manju! I'm here. Hey! I,
3: I'm just listening in on the conversation.
0: Today. Okay, well, we're, we're glad honestly, to have you. I'm, I want to address something that you brought up yesterday that I thought about last night and didn't address adequately, Okay and you were asking me about John is suggesting that you get 10 copies of your affidavit made for putting people on notice right right we went into a little bit of that yesterday but i neglected inadvertently of course the the the, the most important one okay and that is inside california and once that you you've got that submitted to the secretary of state now you want to go back. We've got, as I explained to you yesterday, the, the playing field is level. The cricket pitch is level now, okay? And we get to weaponize stuff the way that they've been weaponizing stuff because now we get access to the common law. Do you realize what a wonderful thing that is for you, Manju? You would have never had access to the common law in your country ever in your lifetime. There's only five countries in the world that have that herediment and that history. Okay? Well, and because you. Which, which are those countries? England, Canada, New Zealand, Australia, and the United States. Okay. Okay? But
3: some of those countries are really being
0: bashed. Well, that's right. And that's because they haven't rebutted the presumption, and this same underlying thing is, is uh, hanging over their head like the sword of Damocles. I'll give you an example. Two weeks ago, there was a story that came out of England where there was a child born in the hospital and they're immediately starting to test newborn babies now for the covid virus and they're using that pcr test where they jam it up your nose and that close to the brain there and it hurts okay and the mother the child as you can imagine was screaming its head off i'm sure and the mother objected and the hospital worker said you got no room to object this child's our property
3: I remember that. that oh. That's a scary story. Okay. That's well, really story. they're they're right there. And I'm, I'm, I'm that, really surprised that the hospital knew that. Like, I didn't know that they were so aware. Well, we
0: you uh, you you know you don't know. Uh, I I can tell you, and I'll tell if you want. I'll go into the story. Or unless, honey, honey badger, are you with us today? Is Brian there? Okay. This is the guy that went to the hospital and got him to admit it. Manju. he went to the hospital in austin where his two daughters were born and he went in there with saying he had a folder and he wanted to get all their important documents in case they needed it later on in life and they finally after running him around the lady on the third floor sent him down to the basement and she said i'm going to send you down to the people that do this and so brian went down with his daughters and he went up to the counter and he told the lady what he was after and the lady said wait a minute and she went away for about 10 minutes okay and when she right. came back the first words out of her mouth were you're not going to use anything i tell you against us are you uh, so they know well they're somebody
3: not,
0: they're somebody not, they're
3: not unaware
0: somebody knows something okay somebody knows all right, so anyway, back, I use that as an example because right there is what runs the world when they're assigning a political status to you that's a feudal system status at birth. That's what runs the world right there, okay? I'm
3: just surprised that the, within the hospital, the people that are running it, if anyone gets an inkling that they're not in an uproar about it. Well,
0: you know, it's like them want, not wanting to get the jab, they fire them they're more concerned with their well-being and getting a paycheck than they are on blowing the whistle on something they don't know. They don't really understand, but they know it's wrong.
3: Right.
0: Okay. And it's harmful. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, back to what I was trying to get across to you, because that's a whole. You know, it's like I told you yesterday. We can take any one of these issues, and we can drill down on them from between 10 minutes to over two hours. Okay. And this, this birth certificate is just another one of those issues. All right. And and so, anyway, what I wanted to get across to you and the others is once you've got your affidavit filed, probably the first notice you should put on, unless you're just real hell-bent with the IRS, um, I suggest that you put your state on notice, and especially your state of California, because they're very egregious out there. Okay. Yes, that's and true. so what you do is you take one of those affidavits and you write a little cover letter and I don't we don't have a form of this. Jeff did a very good job. Our friend Jeff did a real good job in Texas. Okay. Good, 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 good. listen, i and, and
3: then I'll get on bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay
0: okay sorry. Anyway. sorry that was my aunt <laughs> oh okay <laughs> hi auntie uh so let me get back to what we're doing i want to get this across to manju and if you want to uh send her uh, a copy you can send it to me jeff and i'll forward it to her but it's pretty easy manju okay? okay i like for you guys to get enough of this under your belt where you're adept and comfortable with doing it yourselves and i understand that takes a while okay But what we're doing is we're weaponizing the common law that once you've got that affidavit filed, you've now got access to for the very first time in your entire life, okay, at your tender young age, all right? And so the common law allows you to weaponize it by putting people on notice. Because all these bureaucrats that are dinging people They've got specific areas that they can work in, and if they step outside of those areas and do something that isn't in their delegated responsibilities of their jobs, they're personally liable, and they lose their cloak of immunity, and you can go sue them personally now, okay? okay. Because they don't want that. That, well you can bet your bottom dollar, they don't <laughs> want that, okay? And because they've harmed you, you're now an injured party under the common law, and you've got a cause of action, okay? So what you do is you want to put them on notice that you're aware of all this, and that could happen to them should they get out of line and start messing with you. So at the top of a cover letter, you want to use this legal language. Don't worry. You don't have to write it down. I can get it to you later, okay? But I just want to use this for you and for the audience. This is a a legalese thing. There's a whole body of law called the laws of agency. Hello, who's who's coughing? If you could please mute, I'd appreciate it. Um, There's a whole group of laws called the laws of agency, and especially real estate agents and people like that, they have to be very adept at it because that's what controls what they do, okay? And so under the laws of agency, this is one of the, well, what would you call it, a canon? This is a canon of the laws of agency, okay? Not like the one you blow the army up with, but a cannon, a, a principal, okay? And it says, okay. notice to the principal is notice to the agent. Notice to the agent is notice to the principal. So oh, okay. either one of them that you put on notice, the other one is sucked in on that relationship that they have, Okay. Now then, you type a nice little cover letter and you say about the same thing, please find the enclosed citizenship evidence now on file with the Secretary of State of the United States and adjust your records and actions accordingly. Pretty simple, right? Here this okay. is, it's with the it's citizenship evidence, it's with the Secretary of State, please adjust your records and your actions, and you got notice to the principal and the agent, so it covers everybody accordingly. Now, you send that to the Attorney General of the State of California, and you copy your local district attorney, your local sheriff, and your local pl- chief of police, at least, Okay. And now you've got the key people in your area and the key guy that's in charge of all the laws and their distribution and and enactment around the state, and you've put them on notice that if they step out of line and mess with you, you got the ability to go take everything they own.
3: Wow, Thanks.
0: Okay? So for somebody that is filing one of these, I think that may be the very first notice you ought to send out out of the ten John told you to get. Okay? Okay. Now, the other ones is any of these administrative agencies, state or federal, because the state ones only get their authority because you've, you've told them you're a citizen of the United States or a resident. Okay. We had – who was it? Samuel, are you on with us today yet? Samuel? Samuel does odd jobs and stuff and helps people, uh, uh, you know, around the house. And he had a woman here about a year, a year and a half ago that he had done work for and she used to help draft regulations for the state of California okay okay and okay. so he delivered her the documents of that I sent you last night how to escape the matrix and she and went back after a couple of days later and he asked her and she said well it's an interesting theory but I don't buy it mm. okay excuse me these aren't theories they're facts Okay, Perhaps what this one, what fact was it, lady, that exactly that you didn't that you can prove isn't correct?
3: Right.
0: Okay, so you had a question just now, and I stepped on you, man. what was it, please? No,
3: no, no. Um, I just, I, I mean, since this is all, it's all there. I mean, all it seems like all of the truth is in the government on the government site itself, and so. I mean, it just feels like if you can just show them, and I and I know a lot of it is hidden, and you know, like the small ass, the big ass, you know, and or or but like how you use these words, kind of, you really need to like play. You need to actually be know know what everything means. Yes, you do. You
0: just, <laughs> yes, you like, do.
3: Decipher it.
0: Yes, you do. But the
3: truth. The truth is all. All there
0: mm-hmm.
3: and um so like where where are there like links where you can find evidence that you can maybe when because people do want to know you know like well, okay so the proof yeah,
0: yeah i mean you know <laughs> listen the most the most outstanding piece of evidence the and the on, most honest i've ever seen these satanic bastards is in that one document the certificate of non-citizen nationality? That's a State Department policy document, okay? I,
3: I and I have that copy.
0: John. Yes, you do. Yes, yes. And I and, and and I sent you. Uh, I sent you the. I knew you had those because you said you'd been introduced to this by John, but I went ahead and sent them to you last night anyway. Okay. Yes, thank you. You are very welcome. Yeah. And and right there, and you got to understand that I saw that document probably twenty years ago or more and i didn't right. read it very carefully and, right. r- and about two years ago maybe two and a half our recently deceased friend chris cave found it and sent it to me in an email and i had a guy that was bugging me with emails and look i i just don't have the ability or the time to sit there and answer long questions of emails okay I don't have time to read them. I have a hard time with my eyes, and I don't want to sit there and take the time when I spend two hours a day here, okay? Now, what I tell people, if you're working and stuff and you can't get on the show, I understand that, and I'll try and answer it on the air, but I cannot take this individual answer email stuff, okay? So you got to be a little bit considerate of me, okay? I ain't charging anybody for this, all right? Okay, so I'm not getting rich off what you guys are paying me to get your freedom. All right. So that's one thing I ask. I give you a platform here two hours a day where anybody can come on and ask any question. We'll answer it to the best of our ability. But this overriding on Roger, you know, this, that and the other. And I understand some people are in unique situations. And are just stumbling into this. And they don't have the background. They're thinking the Social Security number and the birth certificate. I can't send those in with an application. Those things are going to nexus me. No, they're not. The Social Security number is not a nexus to the system. That's total patriot mythology. The birth certificate is not a nexus to the system. It represents your servitude. Okay. And so I, I just get a little tired of that and getting those questions all the time and having to take my time and address this stuff when I'm here two hours a day, all right, at your disposal. If you right. want to do that kind of stuff, I'm going to start charging people, okay? I don't want to do that, but I, I, I almost have to for my sanity and my time, Okay. Right, right. So in that one document, this guy's asking me all these questions on email, and I get in the, about an attitude I am right now talking about it. And so I get on one day, and I pull it up, and I start reading it to him on the air, man you. And there's those ten words, all U.S. citizens or U.S. nationals. And I almost cocked in my pants. Okay? Now, I'm serious, all right? And not to be gross, but that's about how hard that hit me that day, okay? Wow. Now, the rest of that document is very revealing, too, but you got to know some of this basic stuff about law and jurisdiction and this feudal system and where all these things come from. And what you were saying earlier is what I've been saying for years is they set us up with generalities. You know, it's like the old boxer where he he sets somebody up with a left hook under the jaw and then does a right cross on the jaw and just knocks him cold on the ring. Well, that's what they're doing. They're setting us up with generalities, and then they come back with specifics, and they knock us out into slavery. That's exactly what they're doing, okay? So, yes, we've got to get specific. Now, if you want a little more exact definition or understanding of what's going on, we're working on two different levels. We're working on a highly sophisticated conceptual level, and we're working on a colloquial level with the language that we use and recognize in our street talk and in our day-to-day lives. OK, right. I'll give you a, a, a perfect example here. you got a car, I assume. Yes. OK, if it's paid for, we'll just take this, and you know, hypothetically, if it's paid for, is that car your property? Uh,
3: not in the system that I'm in or my
0: status. No, I don't think I own anything. Well, right now you don't, but that's not where I'm going with this. OK, okay. where I'm going is how we use that word. And amongst ourselves, if you were to say, uh, let's say you got in touch with Paget, You drove your car over there, and Paget goes, wow, that's a really pretty car, man. Is that yours? You go, yep, that's my property. And we, she understands it, you understand it, and if there's other people around, they understand it, right? Right. But if you go into a courtroom, that's not well, the way it is. The car in law is considered a thing, and your property is the right in and to the ownership of the thing. Right. Okay? So there, you, there's a conceptual level, and there's a colloquial level. And they set us up with these very gen, big generalities, and then they come back with these really, really intricate specificities, and they just enslave us. It's brilliant. And then they sit back and laugh their butts off and say, look at these dumb goyim, aren't they stupid? They bought that, that the property was a thing. What do they know? You see how stupid they are? That's why they need us to enslave them and oversee them, because they're so stupid. So what's
3: the definition of property under a national status? well I'll
0: give i'll give you i'm going to give you the perfect example manju back before you were born, but I imagine you've heard about when Franklin Delano Roosevelt took all the gold back in nineteen thirty
3: three okay
0: have you ever heard of that
3: i i'm reading about it now and in-
0: Hold on, folks. God oh. Almighty, who the hell was that? Okay, can't call me on the air. Sorry. Um, all right, I, I, uh, I, let me get I, my train. Let me get my train of thought back here. Um, so, on March the ninth of nineteen thirty-three, the United States was declared bankrupt. They didn't make that real public, but that's what happened. Okay. Previous to that, we used gold and silver, and it, as our money, like right. they do in India. Okay, right. And after that, when the banks reopened, we were using this funny paper money. So, right. w- what technically happened there before March the ninth of nineteen thirty-three? We were still free. And free men that don't have a property right in them from someone else can buy things that they can own because somebody doesn't have a property right in them. Okay? Okay? So I can buy things and pay debts. You could go pay for that car with gold or silver, and you had the title, and you owned it but after march the 9th of 1933 it was outlawed you couldn't have gold anymore they'd throw you in jail and charge you ten thousand dollars if they caught you with any of it now you had to use this paper why because now in the bankruptcy you're the surety for the bankruptcy which means the bankers have a property right in you and because someone has a property right in you you can't own and buy things anymore You can possess them, and you can discharge your debts with another debt, the paper, but you can't pay with gold and silver and own it. That's the difference.
3: So, technically, I mean, um, it's like they're getting us, I mean, we don't, we, we, we actually don't Own any anything. You can't. And and all our and all our money. I mean, I was thinking about what you said yesterday about where our taxes go, and it just it just uh, feels like when we pay for something, they're just milking us more. Well, that's exactly.
0: Well, they're sucking out your labor. They're to
3: milk you everywhere every
0: which way they can they're milking you like a cow and they're milking your essence by using this debt paper money we call it money it's not money it's debt money is gold and silver debt is not gold and silver debt is a federal reserve note that's a promissory note which is a promise to pay what's the promise to pay oh we promise to pay the bondholders that lent us the money to run the company a country on a day-to-day basis Okay? And listen, I know this is complex, and I know you got to go unlearn a bunch of stuff to learn this that you thought was true your whole life, and it's not. It's a big lie. There's an old so the, bonds
3: were, the bonds were created in 1933.
0: Right? Well, they've been create they create them all the time.
3: But I mean the practice uh, probably
0: started around the same time. That, yes. on that Here's what, if you, if you go to a Black's Law Dictionary, you can go look up the bank holiday of 1933. And what it'll tell you in the law dictionary is that the banks closed for five days. They reopened under the authority of the Secretary of Treasury and the Federal Reserve System, and they all had to operate according to regulations. Well, first of all, before March the 9th of 1933, there wasn't a Secretary of the Treasury. There was a treasurer of the United States of America, but there wasn't a Secretary of the Treasury. He is a receiver in bankruptcy, and it tells you that in the United States Code over in Treasury. There's a sentence that says the Secretary of Treasury is the governor of the fund. Uh, what fund might that be? Well, that might be the International Monetary Fund, who were in bankruptcy too. And the reason that you see the laws so cattywumped is because, along in that same period, they also took control of the Department of Justice. And how did they
3: manage to do this?
0: Bankruptcy, bankruptcy, bankruptcy.
3: So like, what did they do? They just took all the money out of. I don't know. I'm, I'm not even sure where. Is the Federal Reserve Bank um, is
0: private? The, yeah. So like, manju, you can you can, you can probably study the rest of your life on all these individual issues like you're bringing up right now. Let's get you on the top part of this status change, and get that understood to the point where you're ready to take action. And then after that, you can dig into any of these areas you want. But let's keep you focused right now, okay? Got
3: it.
0: Okay, but yeah, listen, There's there's I'm a whole shocked. yeah. But you're you're being shocked is just getting started, okay? Um, what I would suggest that you do, if you want to uh, dig deeper into this, is, yeah. is there anybody here, Cody's done it, Cody, maybe you can help her out a little bit, go onto a search engine and put in a guy's name named Eugene Schroeder and tr- the Trading with the Enemy Act. And he uh, is a veterinarian from uh, Colorado that spent 25 years ago, did a whole bunch of research on this issue right here. And he can give you all the specifics on all that stuff. Okay. Okay. Cody, when you went and I pointed bird dog Jew over there, what would you find out? You know, this is one thing is that day, that little period of time, they brought in a law that had originally been passed in 1917, Manju, and it's called the Trading with the Enemy Act. And in that legislation, they, they named Germans as the enemy, okay, because we were about to go to war with Germany. Well, in 1933, they took the exact same legislation, and the only thing they changed was they took Germans out and they substituted citizens of the United States, so it was that day that they declared us the enemy, and they're warring on us right now.
1: Wow. Roger.
0: Yes. Now, listen, it gets, it gets more unbelievable the deeper you get into it. Rog?
1: Yeah. Um, you mentioned Bill Still the other day. She might take a look at uh, his uh, oh, Money Masters. Oh, God, No,
0: no. Better DVD than that. Better than that the secret of Oz, the secret of Oz, Manju, this yes. is something you ought to do in your homework. Okay. There's a guy named Bill still. He's an old line Patriot. I think he lives out there in California where you guys do. Mm-hmm. And he's done two Magnus opuses. One of them, when I first got in, this is called the money masters. And you'll find, you might be able to find it on some old videotapes, but they're going to be copies of copies and it's probably going to be very poor quality. Uh-huh. But in 2011, he did a Hollywood type documentary that uh-huh. was named the documentary of the year in 2011 uh-huh. by some of these film festivals. And it uh-huh. is titled The Secrets of Oz. The Secrets of Oz. And if I remember, it's about two hours long or longer, and it is very well produced. And an excellent, excellent overview of this money system thing. And I would highly – thank you, Roger, for bringing that up. Uh, That's something you ought to take the time to go and investigate and watch. It'll give you a, a wonderful education on this money system stuff. Okay. The Secrets of Oz. And it's on YouTube. If they have, I'm sure it's probably still on there, okay? Uh, look it up. Okay. So uh, let's, let's just, for right now, because we got you on here, was there anything else that you were unclear of yesterday that we covered? And I know, and I know, sweetie, that we're giving you a drink of water out of a fire hydrant right now, okay? I understand that. <laughs> that
3: sure feels, yeah, That that's it
0: sure feels like that well i I don't mean to do that but see you've been living this (laughs) this lie your whole life and all of a sudden you it's just like you know have you ever seen a a big in a bakery when they got those big 50 pound sacks of flour and they're coming along and some machine grabs a thread at the bottom and pulls it and that 50 pounds drops out well that's what's happening to you right now okay and yeah. I, and i hate to do it to you but you want the truth and oh, you no. got you got to go wanted, you got to go through yeah. this everybody we've all had yeah. to go through it M- most of us yeah. have had years and years and years to take it a bite at a time you don't have that luxury right
3: we're kind of at the crossroads here
0: kinda so, yeah. anyway, well, we're right here for you, and I want you to know that any questions you've got, we'll bend over backwards to help you, But and I'm trying not to overwhelm you, because sometimes you overwhelm people, and they just turn and walk away from this, and we don't want that to happen, okay? Right, right.
3: No, I, I just definitely don't want my head in the sand. I do want to. As hard as the truth is, I, I, I definitely
0: want to know it yep well you as i told you yesterday i don't know of a stream of truth on the face of this earth on our side that's any purer than this one right here okay and if anybody knows the one please let me know and i'll go listen to it too okay But I don't know anybody that's got the answers. I keep hearing people like that I admire, like Jeff Rentz and Alex Jones, now that he's matured a little bit, and some of these other folks, and Mike Adams. And I keep hearing them say dumb things like constitutional rights, and they make money out of thin air. I keep hearing them show their ignorance, their functional illiteracy, every time that I ever watch anything from them. So I hadn't found anybody that's got a handle on this like we do. Okay honestly, and I'm not being braggadocious. It's just the facts, okay?
3: Can I ask you, how long have you known about this, or when did you get your status changed? Like, how many years has this been?
0: I uh, started in this on July 16th of 1992. Okay. Okay. And I filed my affidavit. When I I knew all this stuff because my teachers were tax people. Okay? And that was their entire life was the tax system. And I got to the point where I hated the tax system, quite frankly. And right. so I I fought the IRS in federal court over a summons for books and records. And by the time I got out of there and they'd beat me up bad enough. When I got home and I started thinking about it, I said, there's got to be a better way to do this, okay? And that's when I stepped back and reevaluated it and started going after a different path. And so I knew – About the two statuses, but where my confusion was, and that's why I try and straighten you guys out, because I don't want any of you falling into that trap, and I see it constantly. We look at labels, and we chase labels. Instead of going back to concepts, there's only two political statuses. You're either free or you're a slave. It doesn't matter what they label it. It matters what it is. And I chase labels. And I never could isolate it because they call it different labels all through different places, okay? And and in 2007, when Obama was running for president, and I was in Florida, my wife had passed away, and I'd moved back with my mom to the family home in Florida because I knew I was going somewhere, but I didn't know where. And I was sitting there one day, and the little voice came to me. I don't know if any of you have ever had the little voice come to you, but this voice appears in your head, and it said, you got to get out. And I went, out of where? Where? Well, where would I go? I've never traveled internationally. I don't speak another language. And I dispelled it. And a little while later, it came again, and it said the same thing. And so at, when I hear the little voice twice, it's the second time in my life it had ever happened. I pay attention, okay? And so I had a friend from my previous, from my record business years that owned land in Argentina, been trying to get me to go down there, and I thought, well, I'll just move to Argentina, okay? And then I had to get a passport. And so reluctantly, I went to the post office and picked up both original and renewal, and I went home to read it, and at the top of the first page is the answer I'd been looking for for 15 years wow okay and that's when i filed my affidavit and the answer was the warning box they used to have the warning box at the top of the page and in your application in the instructions there'll be a warning it says warning in big black letters you can attach documentation comma including affidavits but you better not lie or we're going to hit you with 10 or 12 sections of the united states code when i saw the word affidavit i knew i had them okay okay so i filed in 2007 i had my original passport stolen i filed for a by an american by the way uh i uh filed for a a a temporary one because i didn't have a a cop certified copy of my birth certificate with me in argentina and then when i did get it i filed and got the permanent one my third one that just expired last thursday and so i gotta go get another one
3: you filed for your passport from the u.s right yes or did you file uh, and then you filed for your national status when you were in argentina i
0: sure did oh okay it doesn't matter see if you're in a foreign country You've got to apply for Social Security or passports and stuff through the embassy of the country you're in. Okay. Because
3: it okay. got stolen over there.
0: It got stolen by an American whose name will. One of these days, I'll drag it out, but I'm not going to do it today. Okay? And uh, another one of these absolute patriot snakes in the grass. And, boy, there's a whole bunch of them in our movement. And if you're out there circulating in our movement, you better be damn careful, okay? There's a lot of people who will steal from you and stab you in the back. In our movement. Okay. I hate to say that, but it's true and I've experienced it multiple times. Okay. So anyway that was that's my story and right then I started going back and trying to put all this together and get to a point where I could tell people about it. And that took me a number of years before I got to that position. But finally, here we are all these years later. We got a lot of people listening. A lot of people are starting to get interested. And I think these guys are in big trouble. And what I'd like to do is get them so confused with all the other stuff that's coming out on them the truth that we can walk in with this and bang them upside the head and knock them over the cliff with it. I'd like for this to be the kill shot for these bastards, and it could be if the right circumstances work out, okay? Mm-hmm. So, um, so yes?
3: Can I ask, like, how many people online right now have already had their national status done
0: uh, you mean the ones one here one. on the Jitsi board? Probably most of them. There's so a couple that, for whatever personal reasons, have not filed yet. But my guess would be most of you folks have. There's there's several. There's a couple that haven't, and and that's okay because you know really this is a personal decision. And it's better when when you get people doing it. We got a group of independent, strong people. It's a it's a horse of a different color, and they're going to have a hard time dealing with us. Okay.
3: Yeah, I, I had a conversation yesterday with my husband and he got really scared <laughs> about what I was planning doing. on doing. Yeah. And he basically told me that if I were to do something like that that he would totally, you know, like uh disassociate with me because he feels like harm
0: will come to him. Well, you tell him this. Tell Amanda, I want you to tell him this. I've been helping people do this for over ten and a half years. Yeah. Okay? And I have no idea how many people have done it. Because they don't tell me. Okay? Right. But I'm going to give you an example of how many people I think may have done it. Okay? And why. Right. And I would say this. Whether they contacted me or not, if something negative happened to them, I think you can imagine that I'd be one of the first people they'd get a hold of. Right. I've never had one person report any kind of negative reaction in ten and a half years. Right. And the reason for that is this, and this is what your husband doesn't understand. And I can understand people that think like this. For one thing is, you see, the reason they can't do that is because they'd be open tyrants. That's why they've done this little thing they can hide that gives them their authority to come out and do anything they want to you and appear as tyrants. But they're not tyrants. They've got this underneath them where you're considered property and they can do anything they want to you. You take that away from them, and now they've got to be tyrants, open and notorious. And they never will do that unless they get to a point like Bolshevik Russia. Okay? Okay. And this is the reason why what when your parents moved from India to the United States and went through the naturalization process, that was their right under Vattel's law of nations, because anybody can be and live under any political system that they choose. And if they don't have that and these people are telling you where you got to live and what you are, that's open to tyranny. And they'll never let themselves be presented as open tyrants. Okay. That's why they don't have any backlash on this. Now, the affidavit that I filed is the one that we were given in 1992 to file with the IRS. Okay? Mm -hmm. And it's five pages long, and there's a lot of court sites in there, and you just don't need to do all that. Okay? But when they prosecuted my two teachers... And they did send them to federal prison, but there wasn't anything to do with these charges. They had my main teacher that's still alive had 90 charges against him, okay? And so in he told me after they got out of prison, he said the U.S. attorney in Salt Lake City got up in open court and said that the IRS had received over 100,000 of those five-page affidavits. Okay. Now, these guys only taught for six months, uh-huh. and there was only 1,200 students that went through the course and paid to do it. And the IRS received over 100,000 of these, according to the U.S. attorney. Now, he could have been lying. He's a U.S. attorney. He could easily have been lying. But that's what he said in open court. So my my suggestion with that as a barometer is that they probably received at least a quarter of a million of these at the Mm -hmm. State Department, okay? And maybe more, all right? Mm -hmm. But not one case of anybody suffering any kind of negative repercussions from it. So I'm sure that won't appease your husband. But
3: Well, I'm thinking, you know, like most people who are apprehensive want to see or hear some testimonials Well, from
0: you know, it's, it's interesting you should yes, say that.
3: It makes, it makes it a little bit more, you
0: know. Believable.
3: It is a very,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. let me tell you, we had a guy that's out in your area, Ryan. Ryan with us today. He hadn't been around lately. He kept Occasionally he pops in. And yeah. he, he had some of this knowledge from other sources when, when he found us. And when he came on right. this forum here, that's what he said. Don't you have any success letters or any big big victories and stuff we can do? Just exactly what you're asking right now. Right. You know, I mean, you know, why, you know why we don't? That are like,
3: just need a little bit more. Do you, know,
0: do you know why we don't have anything like that?
3: Why is that?
0: Because they always do what we want them to do.
3: Right, right, but um,
0: is there anybody to, on today's show that Daryl, well, Daryl, you want to, Daryl, all right, hold on. Daryl, if you're listening, come on and tell Manju your story about when you got stopped here recently. He, uh, he was driving, he lives in Alabama. You heard Daryl yesterday a little bit. I'll tell the story because he's probably working. And okay. he gets stopped at a traffic stop where they're asking for insurance and registration and all that, right? Well, the only thing he's got is his passport card. And so the right. cop comes up to his car, and Daryl rolls his window down a little and says, Am I under arrest? And the guy starts laughing. Okay? No, no, no. And Daryl gives him his passport card. He goes back to the squad car. He hears him on the radio. And in a couple of minutes, the guy comes back and hands him his passport card and says, You're free to go. Have a nice day. Oh, by the way, you should carry a driver's license with you. Huh. That's a silly thing to say. Okay. Well, yeah, but he went back and checked the database. He saw that this guy is immune from those laws that they're requiring that they were enforcing on three or four other cars that were sitting right there beside the road, and they came back and let him go, said, have a nice day. Okay. So right. you uh, you want Daryl to write that up and go Hey, I got let go at a traffic stop. Well, that see they just doing what they're supposed to do, and that's why there's none of that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, I can tell you this this story. I had a, well, if you
3: if you were to like be very open, because right now like all of this stuff uh, is you know kind of hush hush. Oh but yeah. If, but if if you were to be open.
0: Would there be any repercussions? No. No, I don't think so, because then they've got to take the mask totally off, and all the people that think they've got all this power all of a sudden realize this is a big scam, and now they've lost a bunch of their people. And they can't come out and name you terrorists or any of this other stuff because it's only for those status of people that they can do that, federal citizens. So now we've got so many guns that they haven't been able to get, Now they gotta come try and fight you when you are in the right and have solid ground you're standing on lawfully, not legally, lawfully. There's a difference between lawful and legal.
3: I am learning
0: that. Okay. So, Daryl, was that, did I hear you clear your voice there? I guess not. So, anyway, that's the reason we don't have any big victories. Now, let me tell you though, this is interesting they don't once that once that uh, that the reason you're never going to appear in any courtroom is because once that affidavit is in the possession of the secretary of state it can be admitted into any court and it bypasses the rules of evidence and they can't keep it out because it's in the secretary of state's possession okay now That's why they'll never bring you into court, and that's one of the reasons when you put everybody on notice in your state, you put the district attorney on notice. If any case should come up, he's the one that dockets cases for the judge. The judge doesn't decide which cases he wants to hear, okay? The district attorney decides that. And if you put him on notice and a case should come through his office and it's got your name on it, he ain't going to put you on the docket because then you can bring this evidence into court and bypass anything he can put up to stop it. Okay. And they don't want this information in court. I'm going to give you a real-life example. One of the students, this probably five years ago, listened a lot. He lives in Alabama also. He filed an affidavit, bought the book, married a foreigner, a girl, had a child, that her, the parents come over because it's the only grandchild, and they think he's a sovereign citizen and has lost his mind about like your husband thinks, okay? And so then they get a divorce, and they get into a child custody battle. And he gets custody. And he, she gets custody of the baby. I guess they shared custody. But he gets authority over all the medical decisions for the child. They're wanting to go get the child vaccinated. This is way before COVID, okay? They want to go get the standard vaccinations, and he doesn't want them to give his baby vaccinations. So they take him to court. And in their filing, they put a copy of my book, a copy of the affidavit that he's a sovereign citizen and all this wacko stuff, and they put it in their filing so it gets in the court record that way Mm. so in the trial they call him to the stand and because the affidavit is in the court record now he pulls it up and starts reading it in open court right the judge says don't read that document in this courtroom Can That's they something that, like that? Like uh, you uh, have uh, a right uh. to say whatever you want. <laughs> well, to say. if he'd have been had a little more balls, yeah. Hey, it's in the court record. This is what they're accusing me of, Judge. Mm, right. Okay. But I'm my point is they don't want this information in front of all the other sheep.
3: Right.
0: And that's the only that's the only only incident I, I've ever known of that it got into a courtroom, Manju. Okay. So, okay, that you've got plenty to chew on, okay. And what I want you to do is just like, you got elephants over there in India, don't you? How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Okay. So. <laughs> You take, you take the most important things and the high points of this, and you start chewing on them and get them to where you got control of them. And then you just take another bite and another bite. But uh, you've got some wonderful people out there that can help you. I put you in touch with Paget last night, and okay. you've got a connection to John Casarab, and those okay. people can help you, and you've got a support group there. Okay. And in fact paget Paget wrote me back, I guess she was listening a little bit yesterday you said she said, "You send me, Madju. we've got these three girls at the post office trained, and I'll take her over there and have her file Oh I would love that. Well, I don't you got she's
3: online or not right now? But has <laughs> well, here.
0: she is uh, she is a breath of fresh air and a real firecracker, and I'm really glad you guys are in the same area and you can get to meet and 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 reinforce each other. Okay.
3: Yeah, I would love
0: to. paladin? Oh, who's there? Who's there? Who's there? we had a female voice? That's you, Paget. No, it's
3: Mer. Hey, Mer. Yeah, I was saying, Paget. Hey. Padgett is a Cosmopolitan. I just wanted to add a couple more
1: details there to uh, Daryl's story because I got it imprinted in my mind pretty good. It was his passport book, and he did present his
3: insurance uh, information. And uh, apparently, I think he said his driver's license was expired. He was going to renew it, thinking about renewing it. but
0: yeah, I so, think that's right. You know. And see. So oh, there's there's Daryl right there. Daryl, did you show him insurance papers that day?
4: Yeah, uh, uh, the week before I had uh, uh, <coughs> renewed uh, my uh, or the insurance on that registered car, and uh, so um, yeah, it was it was a four minute. Uh, Encounter. It was literally four minutes, and um, they uh, they were very polite, and they did absolutely everything they could do to send me on my way uh, without any, any delay. Uh, of course, it might have been that they were just feeling uh, sympathy towards a, a, an old man in a four door sedan with his. <laughs> Sixty his sixty pounds. I've seen a yeah, right. cop um, yeah.
3: be very, very innocent. Very, very well I'm sympathetic.
4: Um Manju, I'm I'm I I know we don't know each other very well yet, but um uh, I I have a, a a big streak of sarcasm in my humor. Okay. <laughs> and uh, i'm I'm being i'm being highly sarcastic here uh yeah um the, uh, the 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 intent for the intent and purpose for the reason for blocking off four corners of an intersection on that morning was, was had nothing to do with law enforcement it had everything to do with uh, road commerce that's all that was all their intent was was to entrap and ensnare Anybody who didn't meet um, the uh, uh, requirements that they were looking for, I, I obviously did not meet any of those requirements, but yet they, they sent me on my way, and um, and they were very polite about it, and
0: they're um, public servants
4: so, after all. So they well, yeah, know that. yeah. Uh, in
3: in somewhere in, in under you know, like they can be brutal, but they know that they public servants, well, like the true hey, the true citizens, or not citizens.
0: What, the, what we think, Manju, and we've heard that. Yeah. I, there, I don't know that we'll ever know this for sure, but it yeah. appears that when you file that affidavit with us with a passport. Application that they categorize you as a diplomatic courier.
3: Right. Oh, yeah, that's true.
0: No, we don't know. We don't know if it's true, but it sure appears to be. Okay.
3: Right. So they definitely treat you differently. But it's still. I
4: had a. Yeah, I had another experience about four years ago when I purchased a uh, firearm. And uh, during the uh, application, there's a there's an application form, and they had to do uh, the uh, the gun dealers are required to do a back, FBI background check on you and call it in. And when I filled out the form, I didn't identify myself as a U.S. citizen. Uh, I uh, checked the other box and I wrote in um, national. <laughs> i'm a national and uh the uh <laughs> the guy the his name was ron he 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 died a couple of years ago anyway that's another story but he he says why well, I, I can't i can't call this in you know you can't you have to be a u.s citizen for them to do a background check and and he, he kind of made a little bit of stink of it at the counter and there was a bunch of Uh, customers standing around and there was uh, three other employees and you know how it is when when um, everybody just kind of turns and looks at you like you're an idiot okay and uh, and i uh, i just i just sort of laughed and said well humor me just humor me and run it anyway so see nobody had ever done that before okay so i i was all of a sudden i was doing something that the rest of the herd was wasn't doing and uh so so the herd you understand the herd is self policing
0: <laughs> that's, okay. pol- that's what that's poli- what that's what political correctness is right there self policing of the yeah herd.
4: yeah they're they're self policing and uh but they're, they're they are these particular herd members were free, free, independent, patriotic, uh, self-policing herd, and and uh, so I said, humor me, go ahead and run it anyway. So he 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 runs he uh, goes over the phone in front of everybody, everybody hears him call it in. He's talking to the guy on the other line. He gets down to that point and he goes, and on here it says uh, he it says he's not a U.S. citizen; he's a national, and. Right. Um, and uh the guy goes oh no he's, he goes well wait a minute he says let me check uh, let me check my other references here uh he said something like that to ron on the phone <clears throat> he comes back about a minute later he goes oh yeah he says that's absolutely fine no problem whatsoever uh, the guy's approved he's cleared uh you know selling the firearm and uh, ron turns around and he's just his jaw is literally open and he's Got to, his eyes are kind of you know questioning and he goes well he goes i he says i i th- thought that would never have worked that way and i go well now that you know that i know who i am do you want to understand why you're all second class citizens here <laughs> and uh uh of course it, it took another um, uh it's taken an, in almost another four years but the uh, the young man and some of the people that work in there now are are starting to become aware, and their their eyes are opened and they're listening now. So, um, this is this is what it takes. Uh, our friend Harvey that comes on here, on occasion that we all, you know, are friends with, um, he has a story about. Um, and it might be hard for you to relate to because you're I think you said you're from India. But we have a we have a tradition around here of hunting with dogs. Hunting and with dogs? uh Hunting with dogs. Hunting dogs. Oh hunting with
3: hunting dogs. Hunting
4: with dogs. Yeah. Go hunting ahead. with okay. dogs. Mm-hmm. And uh there's a uh where you, you would turn dogs loose and they would run chase uh, wild hogs and uh boars and, and um,
0: satanic jews maybe
4: <laughs> that's hey roger you're being redundant oh again. sorry you're sorry. are totally Freudian yeah, you're freudian, totally redundant.
0: freudian slip
4: <laughs> yeah yeah uh, uh a, a freudian slip yes and and so <clears throat> the story goes something like uh there's a hog in the water and every time they they go in there that the hog is too tough for them and they back off and so there's a couple of other special dogs they leave in the pickup truck uh these are pit bulls and and the pit bulls are can't wait to get at the hog and they jump in the water and they latch on to the uh one of them latches onto the nose and won't let go no matter what the pig does and a little bit while later the other pit bulls turn loose and he he latches onto the ear and the next thing you know these two pit bulls manage to bring the the head of this hog under the water okay and at that point the the rest of the dogs pile on okay uh-huh. now the the moral of the story is uh and i uh harvey tells the story way better than I do okay <clears throat> the moral of the story is Somebody has to go first. Um,
0: no, I
4: okay, want. Everybody's ask. waiting around. Yeah. Everybody's waiting around for somebody else to go first. Now right. I'm not I, I, me personally. Safety? It yeah, it's not my character to be a martyr, and it's not my my nature to um, particularly want to draw any attention to myself.
3: Right.
4: But there's a but there i will never not defend myself okay okay and i I, i'm not gonna wait i'm not gonna wait around on the rest of you to figure it out because see i i don't i don't follow i lead myself
0: manju i'd like for you to address your husband's concerns one of the documents Uh i sent you last night was a number of court sites about this very issue and the two differences in the statuses okay but if you want to bring it down to a little more of an understandable level this is this is the conversation you have with him Well do they have can they go over to Mexico and just pick Mexicans up off the street and start beating them up and charging them with stuff or Canadians or can they come down here to Ecuador or Argentina and do all that? Well the answer well I mean I mean they have no jurisdiction over Mexican nationals, Canadian nationals, Indian nationals. Okay. Okay. Well you're a state national and they don't have any jurisdiction over you either now.
4: Okay. Right. Uh, Manju, I, I have yes. another. You, you I, I've been listening, and you have a very rational, um, logical use of words uh, so that you can identify. What, what you're doing is you're identifying contradictions, and this is your intellectual immune system because good. you are thinking in specificity. Even though things have been contaminated, you can see the the difference in cause and effect between what the words m- are supposed to mean and what they actually mean so uh, i have a i have a logical uh, uh, word or i have a uh, i have a linguistic or logical word process to uh, and a problem to solve okay it's a, it's a logic sequence. <clears throat> it goes something like this. If they ask you if you're a U.S. citizen and they have jurisdiction, why do they have to ask you if you're a U.S. citizen?
0: Yeah, that's a good question.
4: Hmm. Okay, if if they had absolute jurisdiction, why do they even have to ask you if you're a U.S. citizen? Wow.
3: <clears throat> I
0: never...
3: I never um, sure. So they want you to... They're, they're
0: looking for you to Volun- well, they, volunteer, and the yeah. reason for yeah. that is because yeah. everything in life on this earth has to be voluntary, or else it's being done by tyrants. Right well, now, this is this that's is very,
4: that's <clears throat> this very is a powerful yeah. Revelation. Ask your husband that. Ask your husband that. Okay. Now there there's there are many of these concepts and. That hide in plain sight, okay? They're hiding in plain sight until some um, some wizik or like Roger Sills or DW comes along and asks you a a, a a a a an obvious question, okay? And so, understanding all this isn't about knowing all the answers. Hmm? No, it isn't. Uh, the the way you get your mind and empower yourself around this information is being able to ask the right question.
0: Very true. Right. So let okay. Me, so it's. Oh, let's see. Go it's, ahead, Manju. Go ahead. I want to hear what's on like, your mind.
3: Because we're already the art. Like my status currently is a citizen, right? So even. In their system, I am showing up as a citizen. Correct. But, but then why do they need to ask me since it's already in the paperwork? Correct. I mean, I, I'm property anyway, so why do they still Here, ask
0: let me? Let me give you a
3: uh, yes. are they Are they looking for you to opt in every time?
0: Uh, yeah, yes. They want they're, to they're looking for you to continue to consent. Okay. Fraud is yes. not recognized but, uh, as fraud.
3: But does that mean that, I mean, that, that's very subtle right there. Oh,
0: it's very so subtle. It, so,
3: so it's like, technically, could we just verbally say that I'm an American national? Yep. And even though I might be a citizen technically in paper, and I no. haven't maybe done the declaration, are yeah. they... No. Is, is my are my is no. what I say is it very powerful?
0: No, not in that instance. Okay. And I'm gonna no. tell you okay. in that paper I sent you with all those court sites, there's one yeah. on there dealing with IRS, and it states right. if the person cannot prove they're not a citizen of the United States, the IRS yeah. can move on to collection and whatever. Okay? How do you but, prove well, you can't do it by answering no on that que- on that questionnaire. The only way the system is set up for you to prove it is to tell the Secretary of State.
3: Right, but then why do they need to ask
0: you? Because they're looking for they already... your. But so it validates what they're doing to you. Oh look! I've every you. time I've we, every time she's we've asked her, she said she's a slave. I guess that means she knows what she is and wants us to do this to her.
4: Okay. Man- Manju, in in this thing called the uh constitution constitution of the United States, there's a part of it that says uh the references the consent of the governed.
0: <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> and they, they want your consent for for
0: it's in the declaration and of
4: Independence.
3: the uh oh. Okay. Uh, I haven't studied that document. That's
0: probably, yeah, in my and, opinion, and, that's the finest political document that's ever been penned in the history of the planet.
4: Now, now, uh, uh, of course, this, this kind of gets off into the, a little bit of the weeds of the kind of general conversation or the actual conversation we're having here. But uh, <clears throat> as a citizen, um, you are a subject. You're a subject. As a citizen, you, are subject. Subject. So that's you are subject. You are
0: subject. Yes. Okay.
4: Yeah. Um, so, as uh, in a in a monarchy like in the, in Great Britain or, or 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 Britain, they are subjects to the Queen. Okay? okay. Okay. They are subject. Okay. As a U.S. citizen, you are subject to the federal society. Okay. You, you know, Daryl. So, as a, as a federal citizen, you are subject to a federal society and not a member of your and, of a state nation, a and, nation state.
0: Right. And the federal civil yeah. law too. You know,
4: I. You know, I. I, I just, just
0: there's so much here. I, I man, wish I too. understood golly, <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, it's just so much here, and that's why I'm trying to give you small bites. Okay. But right. to answer your question, and I've been thinking about this a lot lately in my mind, is just what Daryl mentioned: is that middle clause of the Fourteenth Amendment. Okay, if you go to the Fourteenth Amendment, it says all persons born or naturalized in the United States, comma, right. and right. subject to the jurisdiction thereof. Now, note it doesn't say all persons born or naturalized in the United States are subject to the jurisdiction thereof it says and subject to the jurisdiction thereof and there's another comma and then it tells you what they are if you meet those criteria you're a citizen of the united states and in the state wherein you reside and that's why they ask you the resident question but what makes you subject to the jurisdiction thereof? It's at birth, and you got a birth certificate that represents that status. But what makes you subject? Answering those questions, yes. Okay. Right. Uh, let me.
4: Uh, I just.
0: And, and I, I, I was looking you. because you're it. agreeing when you answer those questions, yes, and they always do it where you got to sign something. So not only are you answering them, you're signing and affixing your signature to what you just answered. And what you're really doing is two things. You're going, okay, well, I guess it's okay that you committed this fraud on me at birth, and I'm going to give you my consent to go ahead and do whatever you want to me in the future. That's and subject to the jurisdiction thereof. Those are the two things you do when you answer those questions, yes, and sign something
5: roger yeah oh there's samuel i i would like to if you you, you're better at at making the points of this on the 14th amendment but you might point out there's some over 60 million innocent souls that don't exist since that 14th amendment was used in roe versus wade yep to show the difference between status of the old United States of America and the, and
0: the new. new one. You, you uh, Manju and I don't know how you feel about abortion but we oh. don't we don't like it around here and we consider it murder. Okay? okay. Okay. And the reason that they've got and they're able to do that is because of the 14th amendment. And the way they've got it and they think is because when you're in your mother's womb you're not born yet are you and you're only a person under the 14th amendment if you're born or naturalized and so if you're still in your mother's womb well I guess you're fair game aren't you
4: you yeah
0: I mean there's no laws to protect you because you're not born yet, and then when you're born, you're under the Fourteenth Amendment, and until you're born, you're not a person, no. and the law doesn't afford you any protections because you're not a person, a legal person
4: you, you right thank you that's exactly right. You don't have any legal protection until you're born, you're
0: born. all right and so Correct. Well, you hit, that's why boy, you're a quick learner, man. You. I like you, Indians. Okay. <laughs>
4: that's 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 why it's murder because that's why it's murder because uh, see <clears throat> under 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 legal ease you can do things that are legal that aren't lawful yeah. and so if i just let me i, I want to read this okay <laughs> it's it's really it, it gets left out and i want to put it in but t- particularly today all persons born or naturalized in the united states and subject to the jurisdiction thereof, uh, are <clears throat> are citizens of the united states and of the state wherein they reside no state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge so, they can't make any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of the citizens of the United States. Stop. <clears throat> your your constitutional rights under the 14th Amendment and subject to are privileges and immunities. Every, every nobody, well, not nobody, but most times, this very important aspect of this. Um, uh, the Fourteenth uh, Amendment, the first clause, is left out. <clears throat> your constitutional rights aren't God-given rights; they are privileges and immunities. And as privileges and immunities, you can be immune legally for murdering your baby.
3: You can be immune right.
0: legally for for murdering you be, your child. Uh, immune-
4: yeah, this is an immunity as a us as a as a united uh, citizen of the united states okay because you're in a federal society you're not in a nation we don't have a nation we have a federal society
0: federal, <laughs> oh, yeah, federal.
4: society yeah a federal society yeah yeah we we don't have a republic we have a federation. A federation is no different than a monarchy, in effect. In effect, it has, is no different than a monarchy, because in a federal system, all federal systems, you have centralized power. In a monarchy, you have centralized power. In a Marxist economy and, and political society, you have central power. In a republic, you don't.
0: You got individual. In a power. real
4: republic, you don't. You have a decentralized power. Uh, we haven't had what we thought we've had here in this country for a long time. For several hundred years. Yep. Long for several time. hundred years. Are, are there what?
3: any countries in this on this planet right now no. that are a true republic? No. no. Because because uh, uh, I was a little bit shocked when my son sent me a link that, you know, Bhutan, which I really, uh, admired Bhutan for saying that their, you know, their, their GDP was gross national happiness and, but their king, <laughs> but their king, uh, is, uh, offering, you know, the, his people, you know, he, he basically, because everybody over there worships the, uh,
0: King. who went where what, did you say putin or uh
3: Boudin. Boudin. putin 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 the, the country oh. next to india
0: oh 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 the
3: small small country okay. which they're there i think they have a you know a king uh,
0: is that kinda is, like, is that one of the countries that buffers between you and china yes okay on the northern yes. part
3: i think so yeah okay so the the king over there, also because I just you know the the one thing that I just couldn't fathom is how is it that every country in this world is participating in this
0: madness? Be, because I the, Roth, because, the and, and even, because the Rothschilds, because the own their central bank and they're all under this monetary system. That's why, right there. So even uh, the king
4: of
3: Jen, even though he believes, yeah. Strongly in protecting his people, he vaccinated. You know, I don't know. I, I don't know if they vaccinated all their seniors or like who they vaccinated, but uh, they vaccinated 100% or whatever mm. of well. a certain category of people in Bhutan. And I was quite shocked. And so for my son, he said, if a country like Bhutan, which values gross national happiness how could they be wrong in not vaccinating for him that was like okay vaccinations are okay because you know this king who you know is really well um so, you know honors his people
0: he's, well he's okay. he got fooled or else they put pressure on him one of the two
4: right well there, there were several there were several uh african presidents and uh and even in haiti that right. were uh not going along with it and they ended up being murdered
2: um
4: so yeah. if they don't ha- if they don't have you <clears throat> see the the whole the whole world's been restructured and reordered i i, I want to preface this, roger by saying I, i'm <laughs> i'm not talking about passports anymore right now okay, i'm sorry the whole world has been restructured under contract of a federation okay they this is a federal world power and federal and federal and federation means contract so all these countries that are working in lockstep do not have any independent sovereignty no. they're all under treaty and contract and they probably, probably all been bankrupted
0: they probably all been bankrupted the same way the us was and stuck into a system as that would tailor with their culture and their laws
4: well sure sure this is what rome did is that when rome uh, the roman the roman legions uh, defeated you they would install their overseers and then you were allowed to continue on with your religion or whatever else you wanted to do. Okay. As long as you obeyed the, um, the tithing and the commands to Rome
0: paid your tribute. Uh,
4: so, right. So, uh, the, there's a, there's, there is a, a, a one world government. Now there is a new world order and it's been done for the most part, uh, this is sort of a big picture conversation i'm I'm having here with you that's been done through um, uh, contract and corporate corporate authority and and so corporations uh and so functions of government all around the world all around the world have abdicated or delegated uh their responsibilities and duties that the common man or woman would think that were the duties of the their individual governments have been delegated out or contracted out to private authorities or private corporations or private institutions. Uh, perfect examples of that in this country, uh, this place called the U.S., is the Center for Disease Control. Yes. The Food and Drug Administration. Uh, and and so these are these are corporate entities and we we're living under the tyranny of corporate rule corporate rule now <clears throat> what i just described to you is the about the best definition i could ever come up with with what a fascism a fascist uh, political system is yeah that's the intersection that's the the joining of corporate and uh government okay and so we see we see this complete uh integration of corporate and what people in their minds in their and their minds have been taught is a government and so how do you how do you construct how do you construct a federation well you do it all by uh it's in contract Agreement. This was, this is the What ba- was one of the bases of um, in this country? How you took a, what was a republic? What was a republic under the Articles of Confederation prior to the United U.S. Constitution, <clears throat> which was a real republic, in in maybe not in name but in 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 function in and limitations, up. it was a republic. Uh, it was called a Confederation, but it performed like a, a real republic of individual nation states. And afterwards, under the federal government and the Constitution thereof, as it was applied and and progressed forward going over the next 200 years, it became one nation. So n- now we have this this in the minds of people. When you say the United States, they talk about the 50 states. And that was never the intent of the people who fought the Revolutionary War. So how do they how do they become a federal? See now they they identify themselves as a federal government, the federal United States. That's the fifty states, and federal means contract. It means commerce. It Means contract and commerce. So, so, you, so the the whole the basis.
0: Uh, uh, Well, let me me see if I can clarify this for Manju, because, again, we're giving her a bunch of information that she doesn't have all of the particulars for to be able to differentiate. Okay? Okay. Brent Winters, who's who's, who's on with us on Friday as an attorney, and he's got a really good way of simplifying things, Manju. And he says there's only two types of laws. There's the law of the land, which is the common law that we've talked about earlier, and the law of the city. And the law of the city is this contract law that Daryl's referring to. Now, if you want to get a background on this, it comes from Babylon, Okay? And you can go over to my website com, and over on the right-hand side there's a book that was published in the 1930s from John Hopkins called Historical Jurisprudence. Historical Jurisprudence. It's for all you new folks in the audience here, okay? And if you go and download that the first 90 pages are all on the Babylonian Merchant Code, okay? And it states in there, Babylon's great contribution to the world was that they took everything in the society and reduced it down to the abstract concept of contract, Marriages, divorces, loans, mortgages, business deals, that's where contract came from. This is the law that the Jews, tribe of Judah and Benjamin, that were taken into captivity in Babylon for all those years, this is what they brought back to Jerusalem that Jesus was railing about. Okay? This is what they call the tradition of the elders, and this was the law that they were running in Jerusalem that caused Jesus to get so uptight about all this. And what we've got today is the same damn people doing the same darn thing. So it seems like
3: history keeps repeating itself. So well. Often. We're not learning something. Other. You
0: know, what What do they say? It, it might not repeat itself, but it rhymes. Roger. Yeah, there's Samuel. Yeah, so that, that, and the reason I would point you in that direction, and anybody else that's new here, is that will give you a basis of understanding what we're going through and where all this stuff came from, because that's where it originated. Okay, yes, yeah, Samuel.
5: Yeah, i like to make a point um, that, the 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 Christian tradition and and in law was uh, like say go to the Magna Carta to start with these barons um, basically told the king he didn't have the authority to break God's law and he was under God as well as they were you carry that tradition forward into this country and you get the same thing it's 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 an old biblical understanding that if you start going against God, you don't have God's blessings, and you no longer are going to thrive. Now, any man who breaks God's law should be asking himself, why would he want to do that? Now, that I would include your husband in that. He needs to at least go with you far enough to know whether he's right or wrong about the position yeah. he takes because yes. the position he takes is for the well-being of his family.
0: Very yes. true.
3: I agree. And, and I brought that up with him. I said, how can you discount uh, anything if you haven't even investigated it? Like correct. You cannot just say this is <laughs> well, not correct or wrong without ever listening. Yeah. So, like, how do you do that? Like, this doesn't make sense to me.
4: Yeah. I'm not... Uh, i mean what i'm going to say right now is not i'm not here to insult anybody but i, I will give you a uh, a piece of scripture out of proverbs the book of proverbs in the old testament and uh, i think i can do a pretty close quote on it it says only a fool answers a thing before hearing the question Whew. Uh, so we have but we have but 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 Here's, here's the
5: understanding hey, Darryl, uh, Darryl, uh, oh, Darryl, that, that sort of goes for that ruler of the country that her son is putting faith in here's a man who is yeah. saying that every one of his subjects are exactly the same and they need to have something that's going to make them all good all, all the yeah. same, all good don't forget about the statistics on children forget about the statistics on the elderly just jab them all what a smart man right.
4: Yeah, he's uh he's a real Solomon, isn't he? So um <clears throat> the um what was I what was I thinking about there? We were talking about um, the
0: Proverbs quote.
4: Yeah, yeah. So uh the uh the, the point I make oh yeah I remember where I was at. Um so um <clears throat> the uh the important thing here to realize is that, you know, not to pick on your husband, okay? Uh Believe me, I'm not. Okay. Uh, I, she said by no means. She said that's all right. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. it's not
3: picking, I mean like um, I, has, I I'm uh, just, you know yeah. trying to yeah. I mean, I'm as a mother
0: Maybe, I'm trying
3: to yeah. protect my Well family,
0: yeah. Yep. And I'm just well, sure trying you're, to figure
3: out how can yeah. I get through. Yeah. And besides myself you
0: know i don't know well manju let me me add this if you and he are disagreeing on this you will not be the first couple that's ever disagreed on this
1: hey roger right
0: oh there's brian Um, let let daryl finish we'll cue cue it over to brian this is the guy that got the hospital information manju go ahead daryl just
4: yeah just real quick uh, because i want to hear what brian's got to say we hear so little of him um there was a, there's been hundreds of millions of people in this country who call themselves Americans who have never been that and they they have lived lived a double-minded life their entire lives and uh, they have they have gone into bondage because they have third masters and uh, so your your husband wouldn't be the first one that had to be has had to confront this choice now or confront the information see he's had there's been hundreds of millions of people here and still here that still believe there's something that they're not all right so i i do have uh i have compassion
0: man man you you just here's what you do you consider yourself blessed that you're a truth seeker and that you found a stream of truth to follow. Okay? I mean honestly, consider yourself blessed cuz you're one of the real rare exceptions. Thank you. I mean, I, guess, I listen, uh, I'm dead serious about that. I'm not joking, okay?
3: Because <clears throat> um it's it's funny how, you know, like uh, my family doesn't think that I know how, that I'm thinking straight. And yep. I'm just, you know, uh, going off, well, listening to crazy
0: people. And, yeah. Well, they're yeah. not the first ones to think like that. Believe me. Okay.
3: Yeah. 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 That's the that's the hardest. I, in my soul, I I know. You know, it's like before I knew anything about COVID, I just.
0: You knew, you, know, you knew something you knew was, was something was you knew there was yeah. something wrong didn't you
3: Right Well and, and it's not uh, that I it's not that my that I mentally you know my that my mind understood all of this it's just a feeling that I had I've,
0: I've had just it just, I've had it since I was wrong. a teenager okay <laughs> Since I was a teenager in the 60s I knew something was wrong and I didn't know what it was it took me 30 years to find a path to walk just like you found here, okay? Right. Yeah. Let me let me see what Brian let's see what Brian had to say here. man uh, Manju, this is our friend in who was in Texas that went and did that work at the hospital. Uh, welcome, Brian. I think you're out in Colorado now, right?
1: Uh, yes, I am. A hey, uh, Roger, nice to hear your voice and uh, join listening in today. I'm uh, driving, so I'm just kind of been listening in and okay. thought I'd chime in when I. Good. Heard a couple things that are interesting. Uh, Manju, I, I think that's your name. Pardon me if I mispronounce
0: m- it. M a m a n j u. Yes. Yeah,
1: okay. Be- man, beautiful name. Uh, a couple things for you, and then maybe some perspective will also help. Is uh, I have kids, and you know, other people that don't have kids, you know, that are on the show and speaking, it's really irrelevant. But it, this is in the perspective of somebody that does have two children. And, uh, and has gone through everything that you're, uh, that you're experiencing. And as other people that are probably listening into that are just hearing this, maybe have heard it a few times or just hearing it, but regardless, the story is always the same. It doesn't deviate. The experiences is almost identical for everybody that's come through this and talked to Roger and started to learn and understand how we've been deceived and it is it's just exactly that and uh we don't know each other but i i will say this that i a lot of things that i have looked into and have figured out have only driven me deeper especially on the scriptural side so i will say this that the creator yah uh he has spoke of in what is the scripture genesis to uh, malachi the the actual real scripture uh, that the prophets and everybody else spoke of, not the New Testament, is this the Creator said he dealt with only one nation and and uh and he would deal with only one nation and that's a one nation of people called Israel, and it's not the people that we think it is right it's a it's a the big grand deception, it's identity theft on such a grand scale it's mind boggling it's un
0: unbe- it's hard to believe it's on such a grand scale and so accepted universally.
1: It is, and that's a great way to put it. It's so mind-boggling and deceptive that the average mind will never understand it because Ya didn't mean for them to understand it, and that's what you need to understand. And here is that there's a reason why you specifically heard something and it stirred that inside you, which is the same case for anybody on this and listening in. We've all have different levels. We've got gone through different uh levels of understanding and then putting that into practice and i can speak of this because i am a father with two kids and i realized that i had been lied to stolen from cheated on such a grand scale that it did one thing it pissed me off and that should do that to every single person and don't ever 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 for one second waste your time in in uh in the self guilt and whatever else it is that comes out of religion, and it's spread through families through a young age, and we we're taught it from a young age, and it's one thing called idolatry. That's I'm not going to go into detail there, but I will say this: Yah said he only dealt with one one people, one nation, and that's Israel, right? And it's not who we think it is, and he would never deal with any other nation. The God that we think. The G.O.D. that is on the dollar bill and in other things is not the creator. It's not the mighty one that Abraham worshipped. It's a pagan deity wrapped up in uh, just filthy idolatry, uh, wrapped in nationalism, wrapped in so many layers of mind patriotism,
0: control. all kinds patriotism. of stuff that they can suck you in on. Okay, yeah, let me, absolutely. let me, man, let me give Manju an example of what you're talking about, Brian, a real life example. Remember in 2008 when they stole all the houses and all the foreclosure stuff, Manju? Um, I
3: know there was a lot
0: of foreclosures, but I okay, thought that was well, just uh, Lloyd. <laughs> Well, it was financial things, all right. It was financial theft, okay? And Lloyd Blankfein, who was the head of Goldman Sachs at the time, the worst of all of them probably, got up publicly and stated, we're doing God's work. And it was in every headline, it was a capital G god's work is not stealing people's houses the little g god's work is stealing people's houses and that's what he meant and the him and all of his ilk knew it okay when he said it and they sit there and laugh when we all (laughs) take it as a capital g instead of the small g the way he meant it okay
1: yep 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 that's a great way to put it roger and i'll just add this and it And
0: take it slowly because it's... Hold on, let let, let Manju interject her question. What were you going to ask, Manju?
3: Even in God, there's a capital G and
0: a small g. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Remember this. Everything on Earth has an opposite. Hey, Roger yes hold on let Daryl finish we'll get to you Dave go I mean' yeah. uh, go oh, Gold, oil Brian. and drugs oh, go what Dave
1: God stands for gold oil and drugs
0: okay oh go ahead Brian finish what you're saying I'm sorry <laughs> to interrupt okay
1: okay well just real quick and I I I could go for hours on this topic but specifically for manju just remember that uh don't get caught up in what your family thinks and what other people think remember there's a reason why you specifically uh were given a gift to hear and to listen and to figure things out you're never going to bring everyone with you that's been the hardest thing that I've dealt with when you realize something and you want to run and tell people that you love uh that was the first reaction and the response for just about anybody that ever comes to any level of truth right they're going to run to tell people their family members, or somebody else, well, it's not going to work that way because cognitive dissonance will (laughs) kick in, and fear, fear Fear. dictates everything. Fear
0: Fear is the reason her husband thinks like that, is they've got to his subconscious to the fact and the point where that's how he's thinking. Let me tell you, man, Jew. this is a big lesson I learned a long time ago. You can't want something for somebody worse than they want it for themselves that will lead to heartache and sorrow every time
1: and to add to that oh there's a corollary. To add to That's that a, it's, there's no a corollary. A, yeah. it's no different than um, I'll use a personal experience I lost a, an old my oldest brother that had been homeless and it had uh, battled drug addiction and and uh, just had a lot of issues but he passed away uh, a couple years ago and I will use this example It's no different than a drug addict. You're never going to help somebody until they decide to do it on their own. Right?
0: Exactly correct. Like alcoholics.
1: Absolutely. And same. I know it's a. You know, it's kind of an odd, maybe not a perfect example, but it is a a just example because you're not going to fix anybody, (laughs) and certainly sometimes they're never going to get it. You you have to do one thing. You got to protect yourself, and you got to protect your little your little children. And that and that's where I. Right. across roger years ago and started to put these things and implement these things and by doing that i've learned you know just a life lesson but you have to stand up and do it for yourself and never be afraid of of what anybody's going to say
0: manju you've got two guys here both daryl and brian that are very very good examples of people that have taken this to heart and applied it to their personal lives can you tell from these guys and what they're telling you how empowered they are Okay, well, you know what's going on. see, they didn't used to. They might have had a tendency to be that way, but they couldn't be that empowered in the old days. They had to get this information and start processing it through their lives and their thinking, and it's through that that you regain the power that God meant for you to have from birth that's been stolen from you this is an empowering project and process and it doesn't happen overnight it's a little bit at a time and it builds on and here's an example you file that and you're gonna go up and go to talk to some bureaucrat california or federal and you're scared to go talk to them because everybody doesn't want to interface with these these centers of power right Right, and right. so you're going to go in and sit down, and he's going to say, are you a citizen of the United States? You're going to go, no, I'm, uh, I'm a national. And he's going to go, okay, da, da, da. And he's going to do what you want him to do. And you're going to walk out, and you're going to go, holy smokes, he did what I wanted him to do. And now instead of being scared to go sit in front of one, you start looking for one that you can go sit in front of. Now I'm not kidding I know, you. I, I, know, I,
3: I understand because I know most of us have fear for the authority because so many of right. us under. I, I guess it's because we don't know our status.
0: Well, the, that's how that, they're running yeah. this whole show—is on fear. Right.
3: And and they're they're you know we get slammed like so many stories about people going to jail and. Yep. You know, I, I think there was a story over here in California. And uh, I don't know if you guys know about the Oath Keepers, but oh, yeah. apparently oh, yeah. there was somebody ah, running, yeah, yeah. running a, a natural health food store and doing things very differently, and I think the FBI came in with guns. And I, I don't remember the name of the store, but a friend of mine was just telling me that when I was... So I've been I, I, I've been kind of in a position of influence, but I've been basically teaching people how to grow food and that's,
0: that's where
3: I have very important come to me. Ye- um uh, but so I've been trying to tell them, hey guys, you know, like we can't waste our time trying to fight this madness. We have to understand we have to start focusing on how we protect ourselves and You're we need to d- study the law more
0: <clears> um, <throat> trying to share the story
5: funny food about. funny law
0: You're a, your family Stop. has no idea how fortunate they are to have a matriarch like you at the head of it I'm going to tell you
5: okay
0: well let's hope that they do but if they don't you can't let it you got to dust the, the the dust off your shoes and keep walking girl okay don't get I'd sucked like in and don't let them drag you into the quicksand okay
5: you know, right, right. all of this, all of this is is for not. If um, we don't get that thing out of her um, lungs that I'm hearing, she's got to focus on her health right now and get that taken care of because uh, this is the start of this stuff. And if she's been around the jabbed, that's probably where I got it too. I and- He's got to go after that.
0: Uh, I sent you last night Tom Quinlan's websites and, and his the, information the, on the uh, Pure Air. Night? Yes, Pure Air. Yes. Okay.
3: And does that – so I did tell – you know, I spent a lot of time at my older son's house because he has a baby. And so I, I thought about, like, he should get one, too. And so I did tell him that I found some machinery that actually kills the viruses and the bacteria. Yes. And so that kind of caught his attention.
0: Good deal. And so if I well, could get one
3: I, at my home and at his home.
0: Well, I told Tom that he may be expecting a call because he wants to talk to everybody personally that orders anything. Okay how 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 unusual yeah. is that? Okay. And in, right in now, the meantime, so hold on, hold on, hold on a reaction. second, hold on just a second. Right now, he can still do that. So if you're going to move on that. Call him and talk to him, and you're going to find him a charming, caring, very, very compassionate individual. Samuel, what were you going to say?
5: Yeah, in the meantime, but while she's getting ready to do that, she should be on the ivermectin and
0: such. Yeah, absolutely, uh, I-, I didn't notice anything in your lungs, and Samuel evidently did. Are you I mean, feeling? That
3: was, that was me coughing. Well, I've been taking something called Cyma. Which has been helping. I've taken it for the last three days. Go. But I had a lot of congestion. And, okay. And that was stuck in my lungs. Uh huh. So that was yep. me coughing
0: earlier. Okay. Because uh, my mic was. Well, this goes to your lungs and that's how it transfers into your blood system. You may want to get some ivermectin. And there's a place that out there by you, All Day Chemist. All Day Chemist. I have
3: the ivermectin. Com. I just don't know. The dosage,
0: like I um, hundred every every
5: notch on it is about fifty pounds, right? Uh, if it's the horse one, every notch ask, on the. Uh, do you have the horse paste? No, I don't think so. I
3: think it's. Um,
5: I haven't opened. You know, you it, can I ask Jim. Uh, the, the show coming up, Jim will know if you're. Uh, he or he can find out for you. But yeah. you should. You should. You should, you know, all this stuff is very stressful. which well, just drags your immune system down right. more? So, so you need to take, take care of your health first. Focus on getting started on a, on a routine that's going to help. Now, I, I took the ivermectin, the B, and everything, and I was sort of held in stasis by that, but it, it wasn't kicking its butt. Yesterday, I took the turpentine, and this is the first morning where I feel real relief.
3: Turpentine? Yes. Like the
5: turpentine is a gasoline, right? <laughs> no, it, it's uh, actually an extract from a pine tree.
3: Uh, <laughs> but you, okay. you
4: have to have the right pine. Uh, don't, don't go, the the go right to Home Cone Depot Cone. and buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Like, it. What stick
0: stick thing? around. Stick around on Jim's show. They can point you in the right direction. Okay. Well,
3: I I bought. Hydrogen peroxide, Good. 3%. Yes. Uh, the food grade. Yeah. I, no, no, no. Food, sure. grade,
0: no. food grade 35%. Uh-huh. You bought over-the-counter 3%. It said, uh, it
3: said it's food grade. And food,
0: it's well, the 3% is probably food grade, but if you buy food grade in a bigger bottle, it's 35%. And if you get it anywhere um, on your skin, it'll turn it white because it burns it.
3: Right. But can I use the 3%? Yeah, yeah oh,
0: absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yes.
3: But how? I don't know, like, what, what I'm supposed to do with it. Like, do I open my mouth and
0: spray it in my mouth? Yeah, there's or several ways. Boy, I no. and now and now right, we're at the end of the program. Like, I don't think we can get into an explanation. Maybe Jim can help you. Harvey would know. tell you to go buy, I think they call it a nebulizer or a humidifier. No. Uh, here he Huminifier. is. Can I you real quick? Okay, go ahead. Ultrasonic. Father, thank you.
4: Thank you for sending me uh, the email. I really screwed up, so all I got to do is just no titles or anything. Just just that I Leon Binky uh, want to be a national. Right? right?
0: Yeah, that's right from the State Department's own policy statement, Leon. So that's all I need. No title or anything. Just no, to submit no. that with my affidavit. Yep. Yep. Okay. No, that is you, your. That is uh, Leon. That is your affidavit drop that other thing where you say you're a non-citizen national that's an american samoan right i got all screwed up on that thank you yes you did clearing it up okay thank you for straightening it out okay All right. Well, uh, Manju, we're about to run out of time here, okay? So if you can, I would hold over and let Jim and a bunch of these folks are going to stay with the program as we move over to Jim's show, and they can help steer you in the right direction on this hydrogen peroxide stuff. But the other thing they were talking about that I heard last night, this ivermectin is also an incredible cancer preventative.
2: That's right. Okay. cancer treatment
0: it's a cancer treatment
2: so is fenbendazole, which is the other popular uh deworming medicine
0: so anyway
2: so, but let me quickly step in i've been you using, better you
0: better do it quick
2: all right well quick i've been using the peroxide since 1995 i wrote a paper on it uh You want to get the peroxide down to 1% strength or less. So anywhere from a half percent to 1% works just fine. And you can figure out how to cut that. What I used to say, I'd use 3%, just 3% over-the-counter peroxide and three bottles of water. And you're just fine. And put it in... Put it in an ultrasonic room humidifier, and it'll throw up a visible stream of mist. These are microparticles. It's not steam. It's m- tiny particles. Put your face in front of that stream and very quickly breathe in through your mouth. I could. You're gasping, you know, just...
0: <gasps> deeply, deeply.
2: Yeah, as deep as you can. That gets it into your lungs. And you just need to do that, uh, take several breaths that way. It'll make you cough in all likelihood. And and then at night when you sleep, you can run it all through the night, That uh, but you'll be breathing through your nose. But you want to get it into your lungs.
3: Okay. All right. And it's an ultrasonic. Room humidifier.
2: Room humidifier. Every every drugstore, every big box store has uh, one of these with its own brand. You know, they've got their own brand name on it. Okay. They usually run about fifty dollars. Okay. But okay. you ought to have that. Well, mm-hmm.
0: okay. there's our there's our whistler. So uh-huh. we're we're done with our two hours. And manju, I just we want to grab you by the hand and help you, but we don't want to overload you. Okay. So no,
3: no, you're you're doing. I mean, I I'm ready to receive whatever, okay. and I know sometimes i have to go over it a few times
0: well yeah you're like, I, all oh of u- all of us <laughs> have had to do that you're not the only right. one okay this is complex and they've used very sophisticated techniques to get your mind and everybody else's mind is screwed up as it was okay so That's exactly right so Thank just be grateful for like being there. well we're yes. here for you or anybody else we want everybody that wants freedom to be able to achieve it find it and be free okay and i don't care what color what ethnicity or what creed you are makes no difference to me the fact that you want freedom and crave it is what is my real common denominator and and button okay So I appreciate each and every one of you. We're about to get cut off here if we're not already. Jim Ram is standing by, and we'll transition over to Jim, and we can get some of Manju's questions answered on the health side there. And I will be back tomorrow. And what? And we're off the server. Jim's next.